Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Athens, Georgia with my good friend Jared Wallace, a U.S. Paralympic track and field athlete and one of the fastest humans on the planet. Jared was born and raised in Athens, and now he's raising his own family here while training for track competitions. He loves the small town feel and how supportive the community is for local entrepreneurs. In this episode, Jared and I talk about the Twilight Criterion Racers, the interactive children's gardens at the State Botanical Garden, and the Athens Beer Trail. You'll have these three incredible interactions and so much more. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Athens. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Don't you just hate waiting in line for security at the airport? Me too. Even the pre-check lines are slammed most of the time today. That's why I use Clear to skip the lines and get to my flight quicker. For my listeners, I've actually worked out a special deal where you can try Clear for free for two months. This is a limited time offer, so go to wetravelthere.com forward slash clear to sign up today. Hey, Jared, welcome to the show. What's going on, Lee? Thanks for having me, man. Excited for our conversation today. For sure. So today we're talking about Athens, Georgia, and one of our really good friends who actually introduced us, Jason Hines, moved there from Nashville. And so he talked about the city like it was like the most wonderful place. I know it's a it's a hidden gem of of Georgia, and super excited to be able to hear your tips because you grew up there, right? Yeah, totally. I you know fortunately my career has taken me all over the world, and um, every time I come back home to Athens, it's uh, just reminds me of being one of probably the best kept secrets in the world. It's uh, it's an amazing place. It's quaint, quiet, has a lot of great things too. Um, obviously home of one of the greatest colleges in all of the land, the University of Georgia Bulldogs. And uh, yeah, it's an amazing place to be able to call home. Right on. And this year's a, a pretty great year too. You guys have been doing really good in football. We're having a heck of a year and uh, nice for the Bravos to go ahead and take the World Series for us. So uh, hopefully we can make uh, 2021 an amazing sports year and, and the dogs can finish strong for us here in the uh, uh, end of the year. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I'm a big fan of bulldogs and obviously that's your, your mascot. Is it correct that there's like, um, different statues of bulldogs kind of spread around the town? Totally. Uh, it's one of the coolest things and, uh, a quick story on that. So when I was 10 years old, it was when they first started placing these bulldogs around town in 2000 and, uh, local artists basically painted the bulldogs to represent different locations and, and different like highlighted places in the community. And, and then they started placing them in different, different areas. And there was a huge road race that year. And I ran in it with my family. It was a 5k. And at the end of the race, they did a bib drawing for one of one, a miniature version of this. And it had all different types of spots in Athens, but it was, it was all road racing kind of specific bulldog and my name got drawn or my bib number got drawn. And so this bulldog still sits on our, our back patio and, and it's been with me since 2000. So um, <laughs> not only are they splashed all around town, but we got one on our back porch as well. So pretty cool to have a, a piece of history in the uh, bulldog nation as well. That's so fantastic. Right on. Well, yeah, I mean, it sounds like a perfect place to live and I can see why you've stayed there for all these years. If you had to describe the the people or the city in just a couple of words, how would you do that? It's kind of weird balance between like super lively and also like super relaxed and laid back. There's so much going on in downtown, obviously, you know, with a huge music scene. And, and uh, I think there's more bars and places to purchase alcohol on a square mile than anywhere else in the U.S. 
which is kind of a crazy statistic, <laughs> but they, it's, it's one of those uh, really cool towns that just has a lot going on. Of course, you know, game day weekends are crazy, but then you also have just this amazing local peaceful town. There's a couple of places like old town that you can go to and, and literally meet some counties, big time counties and go to, go to the food market and, uh, you know, the weekends and, and there's just some really cool, cool places and, and things about it. Um, you get a little bit of best of both worlds in Athens for sure. That's awesome. And I guess that's the thing is with Athens and like a lot of other like kind of small towns that have a big college presence during the school year, the population must like really surge. And then like in the summertime or like winter break, it's pretty much just the locals left, right? 1000%, you know, and, and being a, having been a local for 31 years here, we really enjoy our summers when the students go, uh, <laughs> go home. It's a lot easier to get around town, a lot quicker to get through town, uh, get the places you need to go. Uh, the restaurants aren't packed. You don't have to wait anywhere to eat. You pretty much walk in and get a table no matter uh, how nice the restaurant is. And so, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely kind of the running joke. We have a countdown calendar at home to when the students arrive. And um, <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of beauty and joy that comes with the students coming back to town, but the town definitely changes. It's a chameleon uh, like that. Right. On. And so, okay. So if people are planning to visit Athens, I guess it depends on what they really want to do as far as when's the best time for them to visit during the year. Well, if you're going to visit Athens, you got to visit in Athens when it's alive, right? You need to come during the football season. You need to come into the fall. You need to experience the tailgating atmosphere. You need to experience the town packed. It, it, you know, I make it sound like it's a terrible thing to have the pack the town packed, but you get a little bit of protective about your territory and your land, and you want <laughs> you want to have it to yourself. But at the end of the day, it's, it's one of the most beautiful towns in the whole entire state and people that have uh, had pieces of Athens a part of their lives, whether it was from university, family, friends that, are, um, that just come to town and celebrate the dogs, to celebrate the spirit, camaraderie that, that is the classic city of Athens. Well, fantastic. Yeah. So, so obviously, if they want to go to a football game, the fall is like a great time to come visit and you hit up one of those Saturdays. What other type of events or festivals are there throughout the year if somebody wants to try to plan the trip around one of those? Yeah, you know, there's a couple of really cool events. First one kind of off the top of my head is in April every year, and it's the Twilight Criterium. It's one of the largest criteriums in Georgia. It brings a lot of elite bike riders from all over the country. So it's such a cool event. They shut down the streets in downtown. They bars and restaurants bring their tables and venues all out onto the sidewalks. And, uh, you know, you just get to have this epic time where you can sit, literally sit or stand on the edge of the fence where bike riders are flying past you at 60 miles an hour. You, you reach out your hand and you can touch them. Yeah, but, but yeah, but don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, yeah, that would be a frown upon. You might lose your hand uh, and cause a big accident. But it's one of those things, I tell you what, man, it's, it's such a cool event. There are a couple corners. I mean, every year there's some major accidents. It is a, it is a no-joke race. It is, there are sharp turns. They do not make it an easy course. Uh, and, and these riders are going nuts. There's a couple of road races that are put around that event. I mean, it's, just, it's a whole community deal. There's, there's concerts that go on in different bars that week as well. So yeah, typically in, in uh, I think it's the last week of April, normally the twilight criterion comes to town and that's just a huge event. I think the other one in this is, this is in the fall. Normally they try to do it around football season schedules. They try to do it on a way weekend, but it's at fest. And uh, that's just a huge festival. Same thing, same feel downtown, except instead of a bike race, it's concerts, right? So they got a couple of different stages and a couple of different parts of, of the downtown strip. And then every single bar has 24-7 music playing in it. 
Um, and it's, uh, it's just really cool. You get live music from any style of music you want. Grunge, rock and roll, metal, country, hip-hop, uh, folk, jazz. I mean, there's, a, there's a little bit of everything in every you know bar, restaurant, um, and stage presence. So it's, it's a really cool event. Normally, three or four day event. Again, same thing: food vendors, food trucks, the whole thing. It's it's a it's an experience in and of itself. So, um, Athens again, it, you know, it has it's it's this cool point town. It has its consistencies, but then it does definitely has these amazing events and attractions that bring people from all over to come and uh, enjoy what is Athens, Georgia. That's super cool. Maybe somebody's not interested in in one of those different events, or maybe they just they're worried about the weather and stuff like that. Like, what's the weather like throughout the year? If, if maybe somebody like me, I'm a, I'm a California boy stuck here in the yeah. South now. <laughs> you know, I'm still getting used to the weather. What's the weather like throughout the year? If, if somebody wants to plan their trip around that, yeah, I mean you're in Nashville, right? So very very similar to kind of Nashville weather. You get you got some hot humidity in the summer and. Summers are kind of extending themselves a little bit into the fall now, and fall is pushing itself in the winter. We're, we we get to experience all four seasons, that's for sure, in Athens, and it really just depends on on what what kind of vibes you like. You know, if you if you like sitting outside underneath the you know next to a fire underneath a heat lamp and it's 40 degrees and 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 you know sipping on a porter and you know or a cider and that's that's your kind of feel then then totally you know late fall you know even even early spring is a great great time i don't like cold so i I would never encourage anybody to go anywhere in the winter that doesn't have snow in it it just is confusing because it's cold without snow for me so (laughs) athens definitely does not present a lot of snow um and then the summer i mean gosh it's just beautiful it is hot it is muggy I don't mind that. I enjoy it. And probably just because growing up here, I'm used to it. But yeah, it, it definitely is hot. I would say Athens fall and spring are by far the two best times of year to come and, and enjoy the city. Okay, awesome. That sounds good. Now, obviously, a lot of us have heard of University of Georgia and, and Athens and everything, but a lot of people may not know exactly where it is. Like, And so from what I understand, you're about an hour outside of Atlanta. Is that correct? Yeah, we're we're roughly an hour. I would say you know sixty miles northeast from Atlanta. I would say about an hour and fifteen minutes from downtown. Maybe an hour and twenty from the airport. So yeah, I mean the best way to get to Athens, I would fly into Atlanta unless you're on that private jet status. And we do have an airport here in the the beautiful town of Athens, the Ben Epps Airport. But best bet would be to fly into Atlanta, rent a car, take eighty five north until you jump on a three sixteen, and three sixteen the four-lane highway that'll drive you straight into Athens, Georgia. So um, you'll go straight until you see a sign that says University of Georgia. You'll, you'll jump on Loop 10, which is the road that basically loops around the city of Athens. Um, it's kind of interesting because it is called Loop 10, but you do have to exit and get back on the loop. So if you just stay straight, you will not go in circles around Athens. It, <laughs> does, it is an open-ended loop. Kind of confusing, but it is you know a good way to kind of just get around the town. So it's more like a C than like an than an O, right? It's like a Q. It's an O with a branch that just is sticking off, and, <laughs> and it'll take you take you into La La Land unless you get back on the exit. <laughs> all right, all right, that makes sense. So we're gonna fly into Atlanta, rent a car, drive on up to Athens. Once we actually get into the town, do we need to use the car? Can we just park it and like use public transportation or walk around like the rest of the time while we're there? You know, you you definitely 
would want to have the car close, but if you stay in downtown Athens, you know, you could pretty much walk anywhere you need to go. Parking is not really an issue in Athens. Uh, you know, with the students in town, it's a little bit more of an issue. In the summer, it's absolutely not an issue. We've got a couple of garages and, you know, there's parking at the hotels and stuff. So it wouldn't be too, too bad. Public transportation is not really that big of a thing. It's, it's built around the college students. So there is transportation, obviously, for the students to get around campus. Um, but it's it's not as friendly from a public transportation standpoint for just visitors. Um, although that you know that is an option if that's something they want to consider. When you're in in downtown Athens, you're probably a mile walk in any direction. You can get to where you need to go. A yeah, two mile walk to get to kind of another cool area, which is called Five Points, that has some cool restaurants and um, just, just a few shops and things like that. So, um, but it's one of the things that you know you definitely want to rent a car, and, and you don't have to worry about even ten minutes in the car, five minutes the car will get you get you where you need to go. Okay, okay. Now, as far as like where we should stay while we're there in town, um, from what I understand, obviously it's not like, it's not a huge town, it's not like LA or anything like that, where it's really spread out. But are there certain parts of town where where we want to be able to book our hotel? Yeah, I mean, I would. There's only two places I would stay if I was coming into town, staying in Athens. The first would be a Hotel Indigo. Both of the hotels that I'm about to recommend are in downtown. Um, hotel Indigo is kind of on the backside of downtown. It has a really cool restaurant, bar. It's got a basement bar as well with a really cool vibe, music kind of spot. So that's one of the best places. That's actually where my wife and I stayed on our wedding night. It's just it's one of the nicest, really cool hotels in, in the city. Um, then there's another one in downtown, the Marriott. We have Marriott and Hilton both downtown um, that that are are great options to stay at. Again, parking at both and, and your walking distance to tons of bars and restaurants from both locations. So as far as being central and where I would stay in the city, that is um, for sure the locations that I would I would look at. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I, I'm actually planning on coming out there and hanging out uh, with you and Jason uh, sometime soon. And I, I'm going to be staying at the Hyatt Place, which seems like it's pretty good, good, good value on points and everything. I looked at staying at that Marriott. It was like 55,000 points. I'm like, oh, my God, uh, there must be a game going on or something that weekend because it was it was a really high priced. <laughs> Football season uh, definitely drives prices up at, at the hotels. And, and a lot of people have literally rooms booked out every every weekend for the game. And so they book out weeks in advance. And so they're very limited on, on availability. So they, they definitely take advantage of those price uh, hikes when they can. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Well, let's talk about some of the things we should do while we're there. Obviously, like we talked about hitting up a game. If we go on a weekend where there's a game, that's a perfect thing to do. Go around and, and scout out those bulldog statues throughout town. Uh, what are some of the other things to do while we're there? You know, I mean, honestly, just walking around North Campus is so amazing. It's a beautiful area. You can bring a blanket and sit. You can throw Frisbee. You can literally, there's tons of plaques talking about just the whole historical areas that exist in, in North Campus. Get to go and walk through even some of the some of the buildings where, where school goes on. Um, really cool places for sure there. Uh, as far as like downtown itself, like there's so, tons of great shops and cool little bars and places to grab a drink or appetizers. But it's, it's one of those things that from a, a destination side of, uh, you know, if you're not coming for, for a major event, it's not like oh, every, every corner you turn, there's something amazing to do. It's more <laughs> of a relaxed, relaxed vibe and you're coming just to kind of enjoy the, the atmosphere, the ambiance of a college town. And it's really, again, just kind of a, a laid back place to be. Nice. Yeah. I was looking at the, the visit Athens, Georgia website and they have a lot of great information, some good itineraries available and, and everything else. And I saw a couple of good things that 
because my kids are, are young right now. They're, they're six and 10 and not quite ready for college yet. Certainly not ready to take them to the bars. Uh, so <laughs> I have to look for other alternative uh, options. I saw like the, the Sandy Creek Park and Nature Center. That seemed like a, a pretty good place to go because it seems like Athens and a whole part of Georgia, there's just so much like outdoor activities that are available for everybody. Totally. And, and there are, you know, the, the, the state botanical gardens is right at, right in, in town on South Millage and, and tons of trails to walk on amazing venues of flowers and um, a lot of information, an information center there, both for in, indoor and outdoor activities. Like you mentioned, Sandy Creek Park, there's a, I don't want to call it a zoo. They've got a couple of different animals that you can go and hang out and see <laughs> that are there, you know, otters and, you know, an owl and a hawk and, you know, little things like that. But um, there's definitely, you know, playgrounds and, and, and parks of the nature. There's the intramural fields, which is, again, more more trails. There's a lot of the sport fields for intramural sports at the university, but there's there's a lot of great activities that, that go on there as well, little river i mean a, a pond kind of a lake pond that you can um, take a kayak out into and fish and all that so from that standpoint again you know it, it's a very again laid back relaxed outdoor centric location a lot of bike bike trails and you know athens obviously mentioning you know twilight being a bike place there's a lot of bike shops it's a, it's a bike town for sure surrounded by a bunch of bike communities so um there's a lot of options as well for any type of bike ride whether it's trails or, or on the road Oh, for sure. Yeah. And for somebody like me that's driving out there with the kids or somebody flying in, yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of places to be able to rent bikes if you want to be able to go on some of those trails uh, on the bike trails and everything as well too, right? Totally. Yeah. There's, there's at local bike shops and you can rent bikes. And then you also, there's a couple of uh, local rent spots that can provide resources from that standpoint. And then it's a college town, right? There's a lot of birds, bird scooters around and electric scooters that you see in these major cities. <laughs> so, you know, worst case scenario, you can, you can get one of those and cruise around, uh, cruise around town with the kids. For sure. Now, like you mentioned the state botanical garden. I, one thing I saw that was really cool is they actually have a children's garden, uh, it's like two and a half acres in size and it has a bunch of interactive exhibits and everything. So seeing things like that is really cool because, you know, a lot of times I travel with my kids and I do things that like that I'm really interested in and they are bored beyond tears, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so whenever I can find things that are geared specifically towards children, I'm super excited as a dad. Like I get to be able to chill out and relax a little bit. They get to burn off some energy and, and it gets them interested in things. And whenever I travel with them, I try to find, you know, obviously, you know, theme parks are awesome and that type of thing, but I try to find interactive things that they're interested in, but are also a little bit educational and, and going to a botanic garden and, and having them learn, uh, is always something that kind of helps fulfill, you know, my goal whenever we travel. Oh, totally. And, and I think, you know, we, we've got a two-year-old, so we're, we're beginning to kind of tap into what, what some of those options are. I know that there's a really cool local pottery course that two days a week have a kid's pottery class that they can go into the Saturday mornings. The farmer's market has a lot of really cool stuff for kids, um, interactive stuff. And I think, you know, you think about Athens it's built around a college town, right? An education facility. And there are a lot of things that the university does from an outreach standpoint to engage with the community, engage with kids in the community. So once a week, there probably is something that, you know, again, I'm not even aware of because we're just moving into the age where you're having kids and looking for activities for kids to be a part of. But knowing that, that this is a great town that, that will provide some of those resources. Absolutely. I think another thing uh, was like the Georgia Museum of Art that they have there. I'm not sure if it's too kid friendly or not, but at least you can walk around and especially like you know, if it's during the summertime or a little chilly in the winter, it's nice to be able to go indoors for a little bit and walk around and enjoy some of the art. 
totally. And in the winter too, there's some, um, the Athens symphony has a lot of, uh, events over there. So on that side of campus and East campus, there's, they just built a huge art and music kind of hall. And so there's, there, they do host a lot of events there. Some are private, obviously, and, and some are, some are public. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a really neat space. And again, I think that's another example of how the university just adds value to the community. That's fantastic. So we, we talked a lot of things about burning calories and getting excited and, and getting some exercise, everything like that. Obviously, we get a little hungry when we do all that. So what are some of your favorite uh, eating spots that we, we should hit while we're there? I mean, off the top of my head, hands down, you got to go to the Royal Peasant. It's a little pub in Five Points. It's this tiny kind of hole in the wall place. Backed up right behind it is a little growler spot right next to it. It's uh, um, a really good liquor store in, in town. But this pub is phenomenal. Some of the best bangers and mash I've ever had. And I've been to London a lot. And it, it's right up there. Amazing fish and chips. I, I really enjoy um, the lamb burger as well. They do a daily lamb burger. So they change, literally change it every day on what's on, what it comes with and what's on it. So it is by far one of my favorite spots in town. My folks live in Five Points and I lived with them for a few years and I was absolutely a regular there, probably two or three times a week <laughs> nice. at the pub. You know, and if you are a drinker, they do a rotational draft list. And, and I'm talking about they rotate it weekly. They have their staple three or four that they have, and then they rotate the rest of them. They have some of the best scotch prices in town. So they've got a pretty good scotch selection. It's not great, but prices are, are amazing for the poor. So that's definitely a must-have. They've got uh, – it's an indoor small pub feel, um, but then they do also have outdoor seating. So it's, you know, kind of you get a little bit of both worlds depending on what you, what kind of vibes you're feeling and what the weather's allowing. Um, so it's just, yeah, really neat spot. I would say from like a you know dinner standpoint, there's a place in downtown Athens called the Last Resort Grill. It's got uh, also indoor outdoor seating. It's got a really cool thing. It's um, there's no reservations at this. So it's you know first come first serve. They've done that. They've never uh, taken reservations the 30 years that I, you know I've been here and it's been open. But they have a really cool outdoor space right next to their their spot. It used to be parking places, and about three years ago they just removed the parking and put um, these like individual like dining greenhouse huts and uh like some fire pits and chairs and an outdoor bar and so while you're waiting you can put your name on the menu while you're waiting you can go grab a drink and sit around the fire hang out so just really cool atmosphere amazing cocktails amazing wine selection for the restaurant and then you know you can't go wrong with anything on the menu i've literally have eaten everything on the menu multiple times but i would say you have to get the fried green tomatoes to start it comes with a Absolutely brilliant house-made Vidalia bacon dressing, and it is to die for. Five of them come, so if you got more people, I eat at least two of them, so I highly suggest <laughs> getting a couple orders of those. And then the salmon and grits is just an absolutely epic proportion. Uh, it's not too much. It, it's You know, you get a little bit of heaviness in the creamy grits, but um, it's the grits with capers and, and the salmon's just beautifully cooked. So it's just a nice, well-balanced meal. You get a salad with that. And I, I double dip on the Vidalia bacon dressing because it's so good. Um, <laughs> but they also have a uh, jalapeno honey mustard that is fire. So they do all, all homemade dressings in, in-house. But uh, those two for sure would be the highly uh, recommended ones. That's fantastic. What if we want to grab like some breakfast before we head out for the day? Where would we go for that? So they've got like a Drake, Jay Christopher's in town. If, if you kind of want a traditional kind of just a, what you know what you expect to get breakfast spot. They've put in a couple new places. There's a raid outside of downtown off of Prince Avenue. It's actually across the street from Piedmont, the hospital that we have in town called the Flying Biscuit. And it's delicious and it's taken off. I think 
think it's a chain or it's, it's out of out of Atlanta. It's really great. We're we're big fans of it here in Athens now that it's here. And then you know if you're if you're here for brunch, uh, there's a couple of places. One place, Porterhouse downtown, has an unbelievable brunch menu. Uh, and then there's a place actually out in Watkinsville, which is about 20 minutes outside of Athens, but it's a little hole in the wall called Girasols. And it's a um, kind of like a Mexican-Italian cuisine, which is kind of a unique mixture. But they do a phenomenal brunch on uh, on Sunday morning. So we, we frequent that quite a bit. Those are There's a lot of great coffee shops and, and a couple, you know, bakeries and places if you just want to grab something quick if you're if you're on the go. But, yeah, there's 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 a little bit of both options that you got there. That sounds pretty awesome. Uh, what about if we like, you know, the kids like the ice cream and, and the got a little bit of a sweet tooth myself. Where would we go if we want like a little snack in the afternoon or maybe after dinner or something like that? Yeah, so we, I think we got a Zombies Donuts downtown, which is pretty cool. There's a few um, ice cream shops. I know they just put in, uh, what is it, like the hydrogen ice cream or whatever thing they use. They just put one of those. I haven't been to it yet, but, but that's, that's in downtown. This is like, this was my childhood, like, ice cream extraordinaire experience. And, and, and I, we did it like three days a week. I'm so good, glad that I was a runner. Otherwise, I probably would have been a little bit bigger <laughs> as a child. But there was one scoop of ice cream was 25 cents. And I think it's like 75 cents or a dollar now. So they're going going up a bit in the prices, obviously. But um, it, it's Hotchins. And it's actually a pharmacy that has a little old-timey ice cream parlor attached to it. So you can go and, and it's that big five, 10 gallon tub of Mayfield ice cream that they, you know, got the metal ice cream supers and, you know, in water and they did dig it out and you can get it on a cone or in a cup. And it's a tradition, Athens, a traditional Athens experience. You gotta, you gotta hit up a, a Hotchins for the ice cream. Um, I used to do the, the chocolate peanut butter, two scoops of chocolate peanut butter all day long and just devour <laughs> it. But yeah, just really, really kind of, kind of neat historical Hotchins as a pharmacy. It's just been a part of Athens for so long. Love that for sure. Jared, I really appreciate you sharing all these amazing tips. I mean, I'm right now, I, I may just end the podcast right now that way I can go get some ice cream, but, <laughs> but I really appreciate you sharing all these tips for Athens. I can't wait to come out there and hang out with you and Jason, but now it's time for the final countdown. If somebody only had time for one meal when they visited Athens, where should they go and what should they eat? You know what? I would, I'm going to go a little on the holistic, healthier side here. There's a place in normal town. It's called heirloom cafe. And they have a they have a great great breakfast brunch, uh, but they have a really great dinner menu. And uh, honestly, anything on the menu, 100%, whatever you get there is so delicious, and it's got beautiful indoor and outdoor seating. So it's a heirloom cafe, and uh, you can't go wrong with whatever you get. And like you said, it's a little healthy after we've been talking about all these you know, beers and, and farm to table action. Yeah, it's, <laughs> a, it's a nice farm to table feel. So. Right on, right on. Well, like you said, you've been in Athens off and on pretty much your entire life. What's one of your most memorable stories of being there? Gosh, I'd, I'd have to say probably most recent, having a son, and, and um, I got to take him to his first football game in Sanford Stadium, and we sat in the exact same seat that I sat in when I was his age. And so just kind of a neat, you know, another uh, legacy has now sat in these uh, exact seats that my parents have sat in for 30 years that they took me to my first game in and, and that now he's experienced his first game in. So it's surprising, surprise, surprise that it's around the University of Georgia. Um, but that is a, a huge part of why Athens is still such, such a huge part of our life and, 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 and such the place that we'll call home for hopefully forever. 
That is so fantastic. I, I love those memories and those like traditions and being able to experience those. Like it, to me, it's like being a dad is like one of the best things ever. It's so true. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of good times and happy memories and everything, uh, where's the happiest happy hour in Athens? I would say Blue Sky is a is a cool kind of upstairs bar. There's also a, a really neat upstairs bar at the Georgia Theater that's outdoors. Trapeze is a really cool pub, uh, downtown bar food and beer. Attached to Trapeze is literally a cocktail spot. It's called Highwire. And you can order food from Trapeze if you want, but you can go there and they've got an amazing happy hour menu. Unbelievable prices, both on snacks and on um, cocktails. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I, yeah, my wife is more like the cocktail drinker. I'm more of a beer drinker. That's the perfect place for you guys, then, man. Come yeah, on now. Yeah, a little <laughs> mix and match there, you know. And then uh, one thing I'm really looking forward to doing when, when I come out there is, is Jason was telling me about, like, the craft brew trail. That something I guess, is really kind of starting right now in Athens. And so looking to be able to hit up a bunch of the different local spots. We, you know, started with Terrapin and Creature Comfort came along and, and made an amazing splash and brew and some amazing beer. And then Academia came along. We got Classic City Brewing. I mean, it's just, it's, it's kind of exploding the culture here for brewing. It's a great town for it. So, um, yeah, dude, I, I can't wait. I'm going to have to make sure I, I'm a part of that, that brew tasting experience with you guys. That's going to be so much fun. One of the things I always do whenever I travel is check out the local pizza. What's the best place for pepperoni pizza in Athens? You know, I would have to say probably Ted's most best. And the reason is, is you, you specifically said pepperoni pizza. They do have really good pepperoni pizza. They have really unique and amazing pizzas. And it's all wood fire grilled. It's personal 10-inch size. So you're not getting this massive pizza. Uh, they do have that option if you want it. But I like getting, you know, three or four different ones for the table and kind of treat it like everybody can have a slice of any of it and, and try it. So Ted's most best. It's got a sand pit outside for the kids to play in. It's got, speaking of happy hours, it's got really good beer happy hours schedule as well um, as food happy hours. But yeah, Ted's most best, wood fire, pizza, for sure. Oh, that sounds awesome. Now, obviously, I know that you travel a lot with like your training for the Paralympics and like obviously going to the games and everything else. So I know that from all this travel, you have some, you probably have some pretty great tips. Like what's one of your best? You know, you just need to bite the bullet and uh, get to the airport early and go to the go to the lounge. I know it kind of sounds bougie and crazy, but I, I'm a early to the airport, relax in the lounge, enjoy the travel experience. I feel like traveling is so hectic, and if you give yourself a little space to slow down and enjoy it a little bit more, it makes it easier. So that is something that the first five years of my career, I was always kind of showing up at the airport late, running to the gate. The last five years, I kind of mellowed out and decided, yeah, I'm going to leave a little early. I'm going to go sit in the lounge and I'm going to enjoy this travel. And it has made traveling that much more fun for me. That for sure would be the big, big play on, on travel. I absolutely agree. I mean, once I got lounge access, it just changed the entire travel experience for me. It's, it's a game changer and it's a lot easier to get nowadays with you can sign up for certain credit cards and you can get it or if you get a certain amount of miles and traveling you don't just have to be a first class ticket to get there so um, get creative find a way that you can get into the access to lounge access and take advantage of it because it, it will definitely bring your blood pressure down on your travel experience for sure for sure well jared again i appreciate you coming on the show and sharing all these amazing tips can you tell the audience a little bit more about who you are and what you do yeah, for sure. Um, so I uh, actually run track and field professionally for the United States Paralympic team. I'm a three-time Paralympian, 
three-time world champion, four-time world record holder, and most recently won a bronze medal at the Tokyo 2020 Games in the 200-meter dash. So um, I've had an amazing career. I've traveled the world. I've seen so many amazing places and experiences. So very fortunate to do what I love and have been able to do it for so long. Yesterday started training. So <laughs> early November 2021 started training for world championships uh, coming up next year. And, uh, you know, just excited to continue to, to do what I love and, and uh, travel the world and keep coming home to Athens. It is a beautiful place in the midst of some of the experiences I've had and, and uh, you know, being a Paralympic athlete. Uh, I, I actually lost my leg when I was 20 years old. So I had a uh, overuse running injury. I was a collegiate athlete at the University of Georgia for track and field. Um, and I ended up having to have surgery, complications, 10 surgeries two and a half years later. I, I ended up having my leg amputated. And, you know, so I lived two thirds of my life at this point with two legs. And then the last third I've lived with uh, missing, you know, one of my legs below the knee. And all these experiences I've had, both in the athletic world and, and in the relational side, has kind of drawn me to a point where I kind of I want to pay it forward and I want to find out ways that I can use these experiences and opportunities to create opportunities for other people to have similar experiences. So most recently I've been working on a project where um, we're uh, trying to develop affordable prosthetic equipment for individuals to access the you know, running blades and technology that I'm using. And unfortunately, the industry set up such that most people who would want to access the technology just can't, A, because it's not, you know, quote unquote, medically necessary, and uh, B, it's really expensive. And so the way I would kind of explain it is there's a, uh, there's only, you know, Ferraris and Lamborghinis are the only options. And, um, you know, we've started a company to hopefully develop a Toyota Corolla of running prosthetics, if you will. So something that's more affordable, more accessible using the same technology, things that we've learned from designing the elite, elite level blades. So um, we're really excited. We should be going to um, distribution sometime in Q1 of 2022. Um, there are a lot of great products, a lot of great prototypes that we've been testing, and I'm um, just really excited to be able to create an opportunity for people to have access to this technology. I'm um, just kind of give you a glimpse of like how difficult it is in order to get a full leg, the socket and a foot, it's about $15,000. And so we've developed an adapter and a running foot that people are going to be able to get from between $1,500 to $2,500. So we're, we're just super stoked to be able to create that big of a gap from a cost standpoint and hopefully create uh, opportunities for people to have access to this technology. That's so wonderful. I, one, I just want to say thank you for representing us at the Olympics and, and being out there in the world championships and everything else. And two, being able to help people that have gone through similar situations as yourself, but they can't afford it. And being able to make it more affordable is just wonderful. That way people can live their dreams and, uh, and continue to race and continue to live their life to the fullest. That's, uh, that's so amazing. And, and thank you so much for that. Totally, man. Yeah, it's one of, one of the greatest joys of my life. You know, I, I think that I've learned my career. It's really important to understand what your why is. And for me, my why is broken down into my faith, my family, and, you know, having a legacy. And um, I realized when I was kind of deciding what kind of legacy I want to leave behind, it was a lot bigger than um, just winning some medals and having some records. Um, I, I wanted to be remembered for more than that. And I think that the experiences I've had and the journey I've been on, I'm poised in a great position to be able to create this opportunity for people to maybe, you know, write a similar story or, or in, in one way or shape or form, write their own story of mobility because they can now access the technology. So it's an honor. I'm, I'm super excited. And, uh, you know, at this point in my career, I'm probably more excited about doing this than I am about winning any more medals. But uh, we're, we're going to keep we're gonna keep winning medals in the meantime. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Well, if people have questions about your Olympic experience, 
about a rival, your prosthetic blade company, uh, or about Athens itself, uh, what's the best way for them to reach you on social media? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm very active on, on Instagram. I don't really use any of the other platforms at this point. It's just so many of them. I don't even know half of them anymore, but, um, <laughs> you can, you can uh, reach me or follow me at Wallace underscore Jared. Um, and I spell my name J A R R Y D. So Wallace underscore Jared. And that's, that's on Instagram. Um, it's on other platforms as well, but that's the best way to, to follow me and, and engage in, in the journey. And um, I will be updating Rival on that until we, we launch um, into the new year. And, and then it will have, obviously, its own page and everything as well. Well, thank you so much. And we'll include links to uh, your social media, your website, and everything else. And we look forward to seeing you when we travel there. Lee, thanks for having me. Can't wait to host you in Athens. Go dogs! And uh, this was a blast, man. What a fun conversation with Jared. I actually had the pleasure of visiting Athens after we recorded our interview, and I totally fell in love with the city. I can't wait to go back to see Jared and our mutual friend Jason Hines, who introduced us. You can find all the links we talked about today at wetravelthere.com forward slash Athens. We want to say thank you to Clear for being today's affiliate partner. Clear keeps you moving through airports, stadiums, and more with their exclusive touchless ID verification technology. Take advantage of our special limited time offer where you can try Clear free for two months. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash clear to sign up today. Join us next time as we head to Tulum, Mexico to speak with my good friend Katrina Julia of fitlifecreation.com. In this episode, Katrina and I talk about swimming in cenotes, exploring the Cobal ruins, and riding bikes around the city. You'll be join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and tell me you like most. Make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast app. That way you don't miss any of upcoming destinations. 